Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's my check. It's my check. The podcast by Mike Myers. And be clear. Hey, horny babies! You're listening to Mike Check with Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos, the only known podcast in existence to go through the entire filmed, literary, televised. And other. And other works of funny man and famous Canuck, Mike Myers. <laughs> yes, he's a very funny boy and we love him very much. And because we are nearing the end of phase one of mm. Mike Check, we have decided that we should check into our Parallel Universe mm-hmm. podcast, Carving It Up. Where Wouldn't it be weird if we talked about Data Carvey for a little <laughs> bit instead? And uh, you guys, you've listened to two episodes of this mm. Carving It Up before. You're coming in for your third. You might remember a thing or two. I mean, this is an alternate universe. Yeah, this things is, are a little strange. I mean, there. the character Alexi plays is a little kooky and a little weird. He's a little say. weird. Yes, he's um, he's actually um, uh, he's um, he's not unlike myself. I might say. <laughs> That's true, uh, and uh, I don't think there's anything else we need to say. We've got a great guest, Tim Hewitt, on for that, so that'll be Oh, he's fun. very funny, and he um, he uh, he really gave me a run for my money <laughs> during these episodes. <laughs> so, strap those earbuds in nice and tight. Mm, do not let them go. Don't let them fall out of your head, otherwise they'll get tangled up, and you'll be really upset. And listen to Carving It Up with Alexi Toliopoulos. And guest Cameron James and Tim Hewitt. Yeah, baby. Groovy. Good afternoon, Daniacs and Carve Bunkles, and welcome to another episode of Carving It Up. Now, it's been a minute since our last episode aired on the radio, and we have since become... A podcast out there, so if you're tuning in now, you have had to have downloaded us on your own accord, on your own time. You can choose to listen to us whenever you want. We're no longer, you know, have to abide by a schedule put together by the big men upstairs at the auntie, also known as the ABC. (laughs) What? (laughs) uh, So we're out there on our own now. And if you're not familiar with what the podcast is all about, this is a podcast dedicated to the work of Dana Carvey. One of the great comedians of our time, known for playing the church lady and pistachio disguising <laughs> from the Master of Disguise series of films. I am your historian-in-chief, Alexi Toliopoulos, and as always, I'm joined by a couple of guests. Now, these are some comedians out there on the scene, tearing up in their own way, carving their own little slice. <laughs> 
<laughs> their own little slice of American pie, if you will, to reference another work of comedy. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, we've got a returning guest with us today. We've got uh, Mr. Cameron James. Cameron, how are you? Thank you so much for having me, Alexi. Um, sorry, have we started recording yet? Yes, we just started. Okay, yes. all right. Yeah, okay. you may see I've got the on-air sign. We're still in one of the studios. Yeah, okay. And is this um like are we allowed to swear on this? Um, <laughs> you may. I will have to put an explicit. A little explicit sign Does on the that iTunes. E? Yeah, that little that, E on the iTunes. Podcast. I will have to put that little oh, yeah. E on there. And yeah. when I'm talking about little E, I'm not, of course, talking to Eric Murphy or the Murphy Group, also known as E on Entourage. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, I'm trying to, you know, spice things up with a little bit of popular culture flavoured humour. Yeah, I noticed you referenced American Pie before. Yes. Are you familiar with American Pie? Yeah, what's your favourite slice? Now, what <laughs> is American Pie? American Pie to me is pure Hollywood magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that only comes along once, maybe four times a generation. Now, when you say comes, how are you spelling that? Of course, if I were to be funny in this moment, I would say C-U-M. Yeah. yeah. Meaning ejaculate. <laughs> Now, Cameron, you brought a little friend in with you, <laughs> friend here with you into the studio today. Um, did, we've got another friend here today, another comedian mm. carving it up down in Melbourne, <laughs> in the Melbourne comedy scene. We've got Tim Hewitt. How are you, Tim? Uh, truly, truly a pleasure to be here, Alexi. I'm a huge fan of coming in up and uh, just, yeah, like, glad to just slide on up, up the uh, M5 yeah, and just come up and talk carvey. What's his name? Dana. Yeah, Dana, Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's yeah. funny yeah. stuff, Tim. Thanks for doing that. All right, man. <laughs> He's actually come all the way from Melbourne, so maybe this, just have a little this, bit of respect for the guy. Please. Sorry, the roast master is in today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't realise it was Sunday. I didn't yeah. know we were prepared for a roast. <laughs> well, sorry, Jeff Ross. Yeah. He's also a comedian. Thought, <laughs> thought you guys might like good. that kind of stuff. So <laughs> we do like roast comedy. You're, Tim's a big fan of roast. I I get very nervous around them, but I do think it is funny. There's nothing funnier than seeing an open micer uh, with severe depression getting grinned <laughs> by other open micers <laughs> that no one knows what they're talking about, and the crowd go, "This is cool and funny." Yeah, it's, it's a just famous good to roast. Bully people, yeah. <laughs> I go, this is good, and this is what people want. People yeah. want it. People want to go to a dark room filled with maybe thirteen other people, yes, of and watch a bunch of people they don't know mm. on stage all mm-hmm. make fun of someone with autism, yeah, <laughs> undiagnosed. Yeah, oh, obviously undiagnosed. That's, that's what people love. That's way. what we love, and that's why we're here. And hey, can I just say, speaking of roasts, what do you do with a roast? You carve it. And here we are on Carving It Up. Now that segue comes from Cameron James, a local comedian. <laughs> uh, we are here on Carving It Up, the Dana Carvey podcast. And this week we are brought to you by the return of Saturday Night Live. SNL, TV stalwart back for its fourth season. <laughs> for its fourth season on TV. Uh, they are doing wonderful stuff. They just received an Emmy for being mean. And roasting Trump. <laughs> now, who's in SNL this season? SNL. <laughs> SNL has some of the funniest comedians on there, such as Norm McDonald. 
mm-hmm. and Alec Baldwin. Okay. Yeah. Rebel and Wilson. also Rebel Wilson. I love our Rebel. Yeah. Who were some of your favourite acts on SNL? Uh, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Hey, (laughs) just a little fact for you guys. When Tom Hanks uh, signs off, he doesn't put his name, he just puts thanks. Fuck, man. What do you mean by (laughs) that is cool, Is that that real? Yeah, because he's... Because you would think that, you know, when you're asking for his signature, you want that Tom Hanks signature. Yeah, but he just writes Mm. thanks. But I don't understand that because obviously he would be thankful for his celebrity status that yeah. you have provided yeah. him. But mm. why would I want a little note that just says thanks? I want Tom Hanks' Hang signature. Oh, oh, you're not seeing. Okay. Hang on, dude. Oh, oh, you. I'm going to look dude. like a fucking idiot. You're in prepared, to oh, look, prepared to look like Sorry. a So just, just for the idiot. listeners out there, there will be some potty talk. <laughs> um, T. As in Tom, Hanks as in Hanks, yeah. T. Hanks, thanks. I'm oh, sorry. I don't follow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, don't worry. Maybe you'll get it in the Hang future. on a second. Yeah. Okay. Can I, I ask okay. you a question? Yeah. What does SNL mean to you? SNL to me is pure showbiz magic. What's it for you, Huey? Uh, to, uh, just a, 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 a platform, a little stepping stone to the stars, to, oh, yeah. to the sky and the limit. And I'm a big fan of Dana. Uh, I first met him. <laughs> Dana? Dana? Dana from um, That 70s Show. She's tall and ginger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what I like. That's um, funny. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Dana Carvey. Um, yeah, a lot of greats have come out of it. They've used it as a stepping stone to get Hollywood careers. We're talking all sorts at this point. Dame Edna Everidge. Has been one of the famous ones. Yeah, to she's come one out of the of only few Australians to have been on there. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, we've also had Kenny. Yep. <laughs> um, Mr. G. Yeah, he yeah. actually was the director of Saturday Night Live for several years. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Almost all of the five years it's been running. And. Um, but tragically, he was fired because he was <laughs> accused of being a minstrel. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, he was found guilty in the court of public opinion. (laughs) (laughs) But it's appropriate you guys have such insight here on Saturday Night Live because today we will be discussing... You'll be disgusting? Sorry. Do you want to take that again? God, I'll take that again. Sorry, guys. I actually meant... I didn't mean to say we'll be disgusting because, you know... Now we're having a break. Can I say something? Yeah, of course. Just because we're going to cut this out. Yeah, of course, yeah. I I don't think Chris Lilly was mentioning. I think he's really talented. No, I like his stuff. I yeah. always used to quote Jonah. Yeah, same. At lunchtime. Mm, I yes. always used to quote Jonah. The kids would sort of hold court. <laughs> yeah. And they'd, uh, they'd like, get me up there and I'd just do you all just the do impressions Jonah. of the night. They just yeah. say, those were your, fuck you and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, fuck you. Those would have been like your first gigs. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Is that how you got into comedy? Yes. Oh, hang on. Are we keeping this? Oh, or this is this? some good stuff. Okay. Hang yeah, on. Let me get back in. Okay. Um, What was I saying again? Um, about first gigs with you. God, I really fuck it up here. So, <laughs> mm. I'm cutting that out. Okay. Mm. So, um, it's so good of you boys to be here today because we will be discussing Saturday night, Saturday night live, the best of Mr. Dana Carvey. Yeah. So it is appropriate for a couple of fellas like you here today to be talking about Saturday Night Live. Now, Huey, what does Saturday Night Live mean to you as a young comedian who used to hold court back in the old school days? Now, mate, look, I started <laughs> holding court 
long before I ever saw or knew what Saturday Night Live was. So it was a... Uh, it was just in me, you know. Wow. You know when you're a fucking when you're a yarn man and it, and it just uh, consumes you. <laughs> and I see these boys at the lunchtime, right? And yeah. they're probably bored, probably playing handball. <laughs> yeah. And I pick boys, up the yeah. ball and yeah. I take, I just pop a knee. I go, all right, boys, bring it in. Pop a squat. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'd seen you know master disguise, and then I'd just yeah. go hell for leather, man. I'd do oh, them all. Wow. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah all the What grades. sort of characters would you do? <laughs> like the like Noel's eyes. And I didn't even realise it was a Jaws rip-off. But <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's, he's yeah. in the boat. Yeah. It's funny. There's some um, really funny stuff in there. <laughs> uh, did you ever do uh, the Turtle Club? Uh, it's hard. Uh, or am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? That's, wow. that's like he's here. That's yeah, sorry, like he's sorry. Here. It's but like it, pistachios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. he's in the room. Mm. Now, there's a little fun fact about that scene <laughs> in the Turtle Club. Uh-huh. Cameron, have you ever heard about that scene? Uh, I think we might have covered it the last time I was on your podcast mm. or the time before, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. What Do you remember what it was? Yeah. Okay. So that the Turtle Club scene from Master of Disguise 1. Yeah. The first Master of Disguise film. <laughs> Any news on the sequel at all, by the way, Alexia? Yes, the fifth one is in production right now. And apparently it's going to be two timelines. So yeah. there's going to be old Pistachio Disguise and then it's going to See young, be flashing back to a young Pistachio. Young Pistachio. Now, who's playing young Pistachio? Because I remember Ephraim. you auditioned for it. I went for... I did a... I sent a tape in, yeah. You sent it... So it wasn't a real audition. You just sent a tape in. No, I mean, I was asked to audition. I was you asked are, to send you were a tape asked in. to send a tape yeah. in? So yeah. who's your agent, dude? Because I, I, I didn't hear about this <laughs> at all. So uh, Lorne Michaels. Okay, that must be handy. So you work for Broadway Video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Broadway mm. Video, what is that for the uninitiated? That's Lorne Michaels' uh, distribution company for cinematic releases and DVD releases. Well, that's funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'll have another slice. Cheers. Beautiful roast, Alexi. <laughs> that had a little crackling on it, that one. <laughs> Uh, uh, what were we talking about? Okay, so that scene in uh, Master of Disguise yep. was actually mm. filmed on the 11th of September in the year of our Lord, 2001. Mm. Uh, and yeah, they did take a, a moment's silence on set mm. during that um, during the filming of that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Pretty funny. <laughs> it's a fun fact. Yeah, that is a That's fun fact. That's available on imdb.com slash fun facts. Mm. That is there. Which is weird because it's maybe the least fun thing that has ever been said about <laughs> Dana Carvey, who actually is one of the world's funniest men. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you think only men are funny, Tim? Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'll speak for you here and say, no, we both think that plenty of women are funny and plenty of men are funny. Such we think as it's, church it's... lady. Church lady, was funny. Um, Church lady, um, no, she, she's Dame Edna her. again. I'll mention her. <laughs> Jamae, private school Jemay girl. Jeez, <laughs> I'm sweating up a storm in here. This is a real third degree. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to take a little break. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far, and um, if you have, why don't you hop on over to our Patreon page and. Uh, Give us a few dollars there. Uh, But we'll be right back with more Tim Hewitt and Cameron James talking about Dana Carvey on Carving It Up. Thanks for joining us. Sorry, I just need to clear my throat for a second. That's okay. You guys having fun? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a, there's a good, there's a good vibe in here. Yeah, in I just, today. I wasn't clear if we've started yet or. No, no, just... we're going. Okay. All right. 
Yeah. So this is all part of it. Yeah, it's you guys are giving a good vibe, so I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Okay. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Do you like the studio here? Yeah, it's great. It looks good. Yeah, I like yeah. what you've done with the place. Well, yeah, I have to put my bed in here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Do you live here or? Yeah. Yeah, this is in my home. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. It's a little office and stuff like that. Would you yeah. say it's more a podcasting studio than a home? <laughs> yeah. If you had to yeah. lean more towards one or the other, what would it be? Well, I guess I do only record one episode every three months. But... <laughs> so it's more, it's your home with yeah. a few microphones. A few microphones. And an on-air sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is an on-air sign, but, you know, the light doesn't work on it anymore. Can I ask you a question? Because I forgot the... to turn it off last time, yeah. so it's been on for three Did months. you ever used to turn it on when you were banging and be like, mm. you're on air, you're on, you're on the and mic? And you, yeah. you just have a little sign out at the top saying, quiet yeah. session in progress, session. and your poor mum would go, oh boy, yeah. okay, oh, no. he's recording yeah. again. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, um, I never thought of that. That would have been really funny. Um, yeah, that would have been really funny. Yeah. But unfortunately... Um... You, you ever do any funny stuff when you're pulling a root? <laughs> Not enough time, man. <laughs> One and done, brother. Oh, yeah. Ooh, uh, all right, it's about time for us to get back into oh. it, so let's let's do that. Okay. Then, sure. shall we? Mm. Yep, great. All right, let's flick that on air switch back on in our minds. Great. Done. Ladies and gentlemen, you're here for another segment... <laughs> I'm carving it up, the Dana Carvey podcast. I'm here joined today by two of the funniest comedians in Australia. In Australia. We've got Gavin James. Hello. How are you? Welcome back to the program. Hey, thanks for having us back. It's great to be here. You may remember Cameron from our last two episodes. And we've also joined by first-time guest Tim Hewitt. Hello. Hello, Alexi. Thank you for having me. It's all been so much fun so far. <laughs> Now that's that kind of humor we're used to from Tim. Very funny stuff. Uh, we're going to be talking about the best of Dana Carvey on Saturday Night Live. It's almost like you forgot who this is about for a second <laughs> there. Almost, almost, almost that were to be the case, but it were not. And I did remember we are talking about Dana Carvey. I have a comedian. question yes. uh, for both of this you. This is an open forum. Absolutely. I'd like to mm. direct it to both of you, but I'm going to veer more towards Tim Hewitt. Yes. Because okay. I've been mm. on this show before. Yeah. Um, Huey, what's your experience with SNL? How much of it have you watched? How much of it have you loved? Or... Disliked. Can I be completely honest? Completely honest. Yes, that, that was the most SNL I've ever watched in yeah, my entire life. Really? Okay. Fantastic. Mm. Have you watched any sketches online though? Little bits here and there. Yeah. A lot of a lot more of the modern stuff. To be honest, I, I was um I was two when Dana yeah. finished up yeah. in nineteen ninety three. So yeah. not not much of fit. I, I I need to watch more of the class. I need to respect the history. Yeah, I need, the history of comedy. I'm more I studied modern. Uh, oh, school, right, 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 I didn't right. do ancient I'm history, not ancient, dude. man. Yeah. And I uh, keep it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ancient ancient history for SNL, that's more your uh, Kevin Nealon's, your yeah. Adam Sandler's, Chris mm. Farley's. The older cast. Yeah, Jan Hooks, yeah. Uh, Michael McCain, Chris Elliott. Your, your modern history for SNL, that's mm. probably more, we're talking Andy Samberg. Yeah, Andy no, Samberg, yeah. Fred Armisen. Yep, uh, mm. Will Forte, yeah. perhaps. Mm. Uh, Cr- C- Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon. Mm. Yeah. Taron Killam. Yeah. I thought you were about to say Tarantino. I go, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know Tarantino. God, imagine if Tarantino imagine. was on SNL. Now, could you imagine that? Now, let's follow that comedic premise. <laughs> now, what would that be like if Quentin Tarantino, famous film director, were to direct an episode of Saturday Night Live? One would presume there'd be a lot of blood. 
I reckon 100% it would end in a Mexican standoff. Yes. Mm. Now, how would they twist that? Would that perhaps pull my involve finger? Horatio Sands? Yeah, I think it would Mexican, be a, a pull my Mexican, finger Mexican standoff. Yeah. Mm. And then, uh, but they're all pulling each other's fingers and really ginormous farts. Mm. Is that funny? I reckon that's pretty funny. I think that with a little bit of work, that could be funny. Yeah. I reckon he'd probably say, oh, welcome. It's Saturday night, three quarters of the way through. Change oh, it totally yes. mix up the timeline. Yeah, That's yeah, something yeah. that he's known to do. Yeah. What's your um? Are you a Tarantino fan, dude? Bit of a fan, yeah, man. Yeah. What, uh, what's your favorite? <laughs> he's so uh... funny, man. <laughs> yeah, he's really funny, actually. I yeah. mean, the His dialogue really funny. The yeah. dialogue in those movies. He he gets away with a lot of crazy stuff. I I have sort of been inspired by what he says. <laughs> Mm, makes yeah. his character say, yeah. particularly sort of in Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. And I go, Leo's saying it, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. that's how I often end a lot of my sets, yeah. yelling, Leo said, Leo Leo said, said it, it in Django, dude. You guys <laughs> so... were fine with Leo saying it. <laughs> and then I put that mic on and say, thanks. I mean, Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> walk off. Um, and I it's reckon, been going uh, pretty well, man. Yeah, I mean, that's really funny. My favourite uh, sketch, Tantino sketch, is probably... Dead N-word storage from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that was a sketch movie. A lot of people don't think of it yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah. But it was sketches, clearly mm. headlined by titles. They got titles. Mm. And if, that's a funny sketch because Tarantino plays a put-upon man mm. who has these two bloodied-up hitmen oh, coming yes. to his yes. home. And he's like, what? The- My wife's going to be home in like in an hour. He's, We've got to clean up. He's like, you weren't even supposed to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's real Kevin Smithy yeah. sort of style. It's that '90s oeuvre. You've got the slackers actually putting a bit of work in for a change. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, I if Tarantino, oh, here's a bit of fun trivia for you. Tarantino yeah. actually dated an SNL cast member whose name Dana Carvey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, I think cool. he dated Dana Carvey. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because we are here talking about Dana Carvey today, the best yep. of SNL, to celebrate the return of the fifth season of Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. coming back for its fourth year. <laughs> okay, mm. yeah. So yeah. a little bit of burpee. And we watched uh, we watched this DVD, and it's a very good quality DVD, high uh, quality DVD. This isn't your run of the mill yeah. DVD. This is a hard coded DVD. This is brought yeah. to you from Broadway Video. It was uh, produced in 2003 by NBC Studios. Uh, the cover photo is copyright Eddie Baskin and used by permission. Now, Eddie Baskin. Mm. Who is he? Oh, well, he's always Baskin in his accolades because people are always going on about how good his photos are. So yeah, that's yeah. quite... <laughs> that's, that's funny, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. That's ironic because his name is <clears throat> yeah, Baskin. Yeah, that's why I said it. And he I has say, achieved. If he's a photographer, he has... Really captured Carve's Dana Carve's <laughs> little shit eating grin on the front of that. <laughs> He's looking like a little pig in shit. It there. is Look at a shit eating smirk, isn't <laughs> Look it? Look at him. That's a smirk oh. of a man that says, "Yes, I can do a million voices and a million yeah. faces." And a million yeah. voices he does do in this special, yeah, compilation of SNL sketches. Mm. We begin with the first sketch, as we often do here on Carving It Up. Mm. The first sketch in this example is he plays Ross Perot, who mm. was once a president hopeful, mm. presidential hopeful. Now I don't know anything about Ross Perot, so this. Impression was lost on me. Yeah. But I think I thought it was George Bush Senior until you said it was Ross Perot. Well, mm. I have been trained to notice these kind of differences. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think 
What I would say about Dana Carvey here is that although this is 30 years later that we are watching this and that we no longer know who Ross Perot is, Mm. his impression is genuinely very funny Mm -hmm. and it does cross that divide. Mm. I know I sounded very serious then, but I meant every word that I said. That (laughs) is the truth. (laughs) It is a, uh, I don't know what Ross Perot sounds like, but it's a funny performance, I Mm. think. Do you you think... uh... Uh, Melissa McCarthy's Sean Spicer will age to as much mm. of like who the fuck is this because he was there for definitely two yeah. months. I and think it's, so. It's just the biggest. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, they all will. All of mm. them. Everything. That's the big thing about SNL that starts to get grating when you watch these best ofs is that there's so much topical political humor in there that we have no idea what it is mm-hmm. because we're not from there. We're actually from Australia. Yes. And yeah. uh, and also it's from 30 years ago. So who knows what the fuck. Mm. I mean, if they had Tony Abbott on there or something. Oh, can nah. I just say? Yeah, yeah you I'm, may, of course. I'm staying in Mossman. Yes. And I straight up saw Tony Abbott this really? morning. Really? You oh, saw Tony? What? In a suit, having a cafe latte. And I was I was pretty starstruck, star- to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. a fan, but my first thought was not to headbutt him. I was That's pretty yeah, like, yeah, yeah. whoa. Wow. There's an air about him. Was he having a cafe breakfast as well? He was in a meeting. I actually he was I, in a meeting, oh and you were like, there sort of having a cafe. <laughs> like, what's Tim think about this yeah, policy yeah. that I've tried to sneak go, back in? And I go, "Hey, dog, mm. yeah, yeah, how about you? You want to like get in touch with the youth again? Yeah." And I said, "I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah. millennials think I'm fucking sick, dude. Yeah, and, they do. Um, that they any... do. Gosh, how, how did he say it? Uh, uh, uh. Here, we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here comes an impression. Now, I'd love to hear. <laughs> Imagine if this is Tony Abbott speaking. Yeah, so you embody Tony Abbott and then do what he said. So imagine, if you will, a pair of budgie smugglers. Yes. Here we go. This is one of Huey's famous impressions. It is. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yes, that was. uh, Thank you. And I shook my hand, real firm grip. Yes. Yes. um, He's known for that Herculean strength. And he had a real firm grip. And then he goes, (laughs) a nice tight grip. And then... uh, and then what happened? Things seem to be taking a turn <laughs> yeah, for no. the sensual. And then I don't know, man. Well, I'll, I'll say what you told me earlier. Mm. He said, uh, Huey told me, he's a bit shy now, but he leant into Huey and he said, you feel the grip on this hand? And <laughs> Huey said, yeah. And then he went, I choked the chicken with this hand. Now, do you think he was talking about an actual chicken or do you think about he was talking about his erect boner? I think he meant it like he bashes the bishop with that hand. You know? Now, when you say bash the bishop, yeah. do you think he's talking about... <laughs> Cardinal Pell, or do you think he's oh, talking he about? Pell, man. He's... No, it's about another respect. one of his. I think friends, he means he, was, think... he pulls his pud with that. Now, man. when you say pud, are you talking about the iconic <laughs> Australian character, the Magic Pudding? <laughs> <laughs> Often pops around Christmas time, and you can eat as much of him as you want, and you'll never run out. No, I meant more like he, like he, he was saying that he like chokes his chicken with that. Hand. <laughs> Squirts the gut, dude. He squirts his gut. <laughs> oh. I don't know how many more ways I can say this. Well, let's try just one more. <laughs> In the words of my uh, of my Italian uncle Rob, he goes, "You blow with your salami." <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we meant. Now, what would that feel like? I think it would feel pretty nice. <laughs> one might describe it as warm apple pie. <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, the next sketch that we're here talking about on Carving It Up, the next work of Dana Carvey, is one of his most iconic characters, the church lady. Yeah. Now, how did the church lady hold up for you guys? Tim, were you familiar with this character? I'd never seen the church lady, and I, I thought it was a very funny character. Not, I mean, I don't really know what the joke was a lot of the time, but it was very... I thought it was good. I thought it was one of my favourites. One the, would presume that it's just a conservative lady, yeah, not unlike Tony up. Abbott. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon Tony would find her like a <laughs> handsome and uh, <laughs> sort of a, <laughs> sort of a, uh, a handsome, handsome and uh, proud and good, go. strong, uh, c- conservative woman. And uh, <laughs> this is like he's here. It's like he's in the room. And I think uh, the church lady would say, as we all agree, everyone in this podcast agrees, it's okay to uh, vote no. Yes, yes, I think she would. No, I think I'm sorry. I think she would say <laughs> she that. She would. I now, feel like the church she... lady came about from stand-up. That's a, a voice he used now, to do stand in his stand-up, stand-up comedy. That's yep. something mm. that you guys also ply your trade with. Yeah. Mm. Now, Dana, Dana Carvey was a stand-up comedian. He wasn't a sketch player, mm. not an improviser. He used to do voices and characters on stage. Mm. The church lady was one of... Those voices that he used to do from his childhood. Uh, he used to... I, many have called him a disciple of Robin Williams. Mm. Which now, was, isn't that special? <laughs> that is special. And it was exciting for me to see uh, Dana actually act alongside Robin mm. in a clip on this uh, DVD. Yes, what was that clip? It was a Mork and Mindy-inspired sketch where it seemed to be Dana was playing young, Robin, young Williams, Robin Williams and Robin Williams was playing his own father mm. in a bit of... Meta casting. Mm. Yes. Now that would be something very funny. Yeah. I think it's exciting for to see a man. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
or a woman work with one of their heroes. And that's what we saw during that sketch. Well, I appreciate that sentiment. Uh, Thank you for joining me here Tragically, today. we uh, we did lose Robin. Mm. Yeah. So Let's take a, a one-minute silence. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be doing that now. <laughs> so I'll just edit that in. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, we can just keep chatting. Okay, so no. you're going to cut the... Yeah, I just put that in there. In there. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that's awesome. so that's just... Okay. You've, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard our minute silence for um, Robin hey, Williams. Hey, before we go back into the podcast, can I just say, did you guys hear that Robin Williams, when Robin Williams dies, <laughs> he's choking his chicken? <laughs> did you hear that? That's crazy. I mean, I mean, what a way to go out. If if that happened to me, they'd probably say, he died doing what he loved. Because <laughs> I love to rub a... F- Fat water sperm out. Mm. Mm. Anyway, yes. let's go back into the story. <laughs> <clears throat> it was just a nice moment to really think about everything yeah, Robin's was, done. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's important to pay respects to yeah. the you know the kings of comedy, the greats, such as Cedric the Entertainer <laughs> and, and Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. <laughs> From the DVD, The Kings of Comedy, directed by Spike Lee. Yeah. He's awesome. Imagine if he had directed Saturday Night Live. <laughs> what would that be like? I reckon every sketch would have been set during a heat wave. Yeah, I think so. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to one of our favorite sketches of the night. Now, this is a. I'm going to put a pair of sketches together. Mm. This is a sketch called The Pepper Boys. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So this is a sketch set in an Italian restaurant. Now, Tim, you are of Italian heritage. Is that, that true? That is correct. Wait a minute. You're Pisano? Half Pisan, brother. Wow. Uh, yeah, my uh, mother, Mar- Marilina Maria Mamarella. Uh, yeah, big big fan of this sketch. This this got me going. It was incredibly yeah. crook. <laughs> it went for so long. It went for about eleven minutes. And he plays yeah. he plays two wog characters, <laughs> and they're both real horny. Yeah, well, very <laughs> horny. real horn dogs. Now the Greeks and the Italians, much like you and myself, we're known yes. for being quite a fiery and passionate mm. people. Mm. Do you think that Carvey has what it takes to embody this burning flame? In his loyal area I think, and his heart. Yeah, I think. Do you think he can do that? I think he tapped into a real Guido energy. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was pretty, yeah, he was pretty horny, mm. I thought. And I noticed it and I went, okay. I felt it. I, I felt, felt it. it. The Pepper Boy uh, character, he plays, he's a, a, a Pepper Boy at a restaurant. He's the one who puts the cracked pepper on cracked the pepper. people's plates. Mm. And he Say makes when. it very, very sexual mm-hmm. to the point that almost every grind that he gives on that pepper mm. grinder seems to incite orgiastic and orniastic mm-hmm. delight in the women who he Oh and men. Them. And men. Yeah. Everyone got a bit of the pepper. Yeah. Everyone got a bit of the crack. Hot you know. pepper in there. And yeah. I mean I was I, I gotta say I found it pretty horny. It yeah. was quite horny stuff. It was very funny, I thought. Yeah. I'd never seen this sketch before. I thought Dana Carvey was absolutely hysterical in it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and not to be outdone by another very funny man who he had taken under his wing in this mm. sketch known as Mr. Adam Sandler, yes. who would go on to do a great many things, including mm. starring in the movie The Ridiculous Six, <laughs> available on Netflix. And we are brought to you today by The Ridiculous Six. <laughs> Starring Adam Sandler. It <laughs> uh, can be currently seen on Netflix, and might I say, it is hysterical. <laughs> 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 
Fucking hell. Okay, great stuff. Great stuff. Now, the uh, the other sketch that you were going to pair it with, can I make an educated guess and say yes. that it was going to be another sketch set in a restaurant in which Dana Carvey and Adam Sandler play two different horny Italian ladies? Yes. It's a totally different sketch. Same totally set, I'm pretty different. sure. I, Close are you to... sure? Very similar. Similar, similar wigs. Yeah, yeah <laughs> similar set, similar wigs. The... But very also, similar accents. But they were yeah. not exactly the same accents, which no, is the fact that blew my little incredible. mind. Yeah, yeah. And they just went, all right, it's the same. It's not the same character. So this is mm. not world building. No, this is a totally different parallel universe, which... not unlike what we are in right now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, and in Spooky. that one, the, the premise was that all Italians are disgusting root rats. Yes. Am I right? And I I can't argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was bang on. Uh, Every one of them was trying to make out with Kirstie Alley. Yeah. This. They kept and on kissing Kirstie Alley on the cheek. And then yeah. perhaps licking her cheek as well. I, yeah. And my favourite bit was when the Sandman just <laughs> hooked his little finger <laughs> just had a straight look down at Bops. Yeah. Went... Yeah, Bellissimo. I think he, he had a look down the top and he made a very famous Adam Sandler noise where he went like, eh. <laughs> like approval. Yeah. Which is great stuff. If oh. you're a woman and a man looks down your top and makes that noise, congratulations on the set, love. That's yeah. all i got to say. Let the record show that us three boys did actually guffaw during this. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of the... I'd never seen either of those two sketches before. Honestly, two of the funniest SNL sketches I've ever seen, except they did have cop-out endings. Uh, Especially the first one where it just says, these two boys went on to make their own pepper-themed restaurants, Uh. and it was just in scrolling text. (laughs) Like, they had 11 minutes to fill, and they couldn't even write an ending to that. A lot of these sketches uh, in modern comedy timing felt... Mm. Very long. Well, that very, is a that's long. a common complaint made against SNL is that they do have to fill ninety minutes of airtime every week, and mm. the sketches outstay their welcome. Mm. Eleven minutes is too mm. long. Where the old joke is that uh, a pepper grinder kind of looks like a dick. Yeah, that's mm. the whole joke. Cameron James spitting something a little blasphemous for this podcast. Sorry, brought to you by might I remind you <laughs> the return of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Mm. But but it has changed. SNL is now leaning more into digital shorts. It's funnier. It's, it's a lot funnier faster. now. Just yeah. to let them know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well worth just, can dipping you s- your feet back in. Yeah, yeah. That's, you've thank been you away Tim, for a while. That. That's really good. Mm. Cameron, do you want to say something positive about it now? Like about how they actually are leading the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against yeah. Trump, perhaps. Yeah. Or... I just want to say um, that. They are definitely making up for humanising Trump mm, yes. during the election. Not unlike um, former SNL alumni Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Who mm. Fallon famously, mm. he did rustle the toupee mm. on Trump's head. And which can I just say what him. Tony Abbott thought about that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. absolutely. What would he say? He was like, ah, well, ah. This is good. Fuck, this is good. <laughs> you are... Uh, <laughs> On the campaign trail, uh, you often have to do things that are against uh, what you believe. <clears throat> oh, he's got something called his throat. I love uh, that. You know, he yeah. got in. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Hillary, crook, and uh, <laughs> big drop man. And uh, keep doing what you're doing, Donnie. <clears throat> wow, he calls him wow. Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. Donnie. They must have known each other. Yeah. Mm. 
But um, not so, in the biblical yeah. sense, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, so we we can be grateful in this day mm. and age for SNL Saturday Night mm. Live for giving us that little glimmer of hope. Yeah. Here in mm. the dark times, mm. absolutely. Uh, can I ask you guys what your favorite sketches were in this compendium? I would say one of my favorite sketches was a, one of the most experimental sketches <laughs> I've ever seen in Saturday Night Live history. Mm-hmm. It was a sketch called Carcinio, <laughs> <laughs> which was focused on Johnny Carson, who at that point in time was a talk show host on TV who perhaps was threatened by the young guns coming in to take his, take his title mm-hmm. as a reigning king of late mm-hmm. night comedy including Arsenio Hall, a very funny man with a lot of energy. So this was a compendium uh, Mm. of putting those two together. What if Johnny Carson were Arsenio Hall? So it was essentially a vehicle to put Dana's Carson impression in the costume (laughs) and hairstyle of Arsenio (laughs) Hall. (laughs) Using the catchphrases of Arsenio, but in Carson's voice. Mm. And... I liked it. You loved it, though. I just thought it was, this was absolutely fucking bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for spitting some French there, but um, <laughs> I think well, I honestly thought this was an insane sketch, yeah. and I think it aged well because it just became more insane, like becomes more niche and specific well, as we get 30 years on in time, <laughs> because back then it's socially relevant, culturally relevant. Now it's just like, this is just two people that have almost the same name. That have the <laughs> can, same I, job. can I just say, yeah. I don't know who Arsenio Hall was. <laughs> and I just thought the whole sketch was trying to make like Garson like Spanish or like a man. <laughs> but that's all it was like trying to make him like cool. And I bet uh, now it's funnier. <laughs> still, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So I see your hall. You may know him from the movie um, Coming to America. Coming to America. Oh, Eddie yeah. Murphy. He plays the guy that hangs out with Eddie Murphy's character when they come oh, to America. Yeah, yeah. Say the title. Come. How are you spelling? I am spelling it C O M I N G. Excellent. Coming Excellent. to Excellent. America. If I were to try and perhaps punch up that title to make it more pornographic, mm. I would say <laughs> jizzing in America. Yeah, absolutely. Ferreira. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Mm. Ugly Betty ref, great. Um, I my favorite sketch was a little sketch called Massive Head Wound Harry. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. You froth this little yeah, sketch. Yeah, that was really silly. So the whole premise is that it's a dinner party and Dana plays the, the titular character, Massive Head Wound Harry. Yeah. And uh he has a massive head wound, which he is bleeding from, and all the guests are trying to ignore it but can't stop being disgusted by it. This is not for the squeamish. <laughs> so mm. he bleeds on the food and he keeps getting his disgusting open wound on people and then he lays down on the lounge and the dog starts eating at his open head <laughs> and really tugging on the way. Like, really going it looks like there. he's really ripping chunks out of the And skull. maybe I loved it because it's clearly a wig being pulled off by mm. a dog and Dana mm. has to hold on to it with mm. his own hand. And that's the sort of behind-the-curtains shit that I like to see. Mm. Yeah. I loved it, dude, because there was a doggo. Yeah, there was a doggo, papa. Yeah. Absolutely. There was a doggo. If you were now a that dogger. is part of your branding to um, <laughs> it is, to dude. say how much you love, as you call them, puppers and, 
<laughs> puffers. Doggos. Doggos, yeah. man. I'm always looking at doggos. Tag girls in doggo photos. Like, yeah. Eat you. Yeah. If it's like a doggo being cute mm. or like... I'll tag a girl and be like, oh, it me. If it's like a, a grumpy little pupper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Like, like a fat little pupper. Because I've actually put on eight kilos in the last two years. I'm pretty self-conscious about it. but um, <laughs> I think you look great, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks, man. Honestly, it's... you're beautiful. Yeah, I think I you're really beautiful. I actually yeah. needed that, but yeah. You're anyway. actually very handsome, very strong, and you have yes. a good bod. Really gorgeous boy. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you guys vibing what I'm vibing right now? Yeah, dude. I would say that it is quite steamy in the studio here today. Yeah, and I'm your bed is it up. just <laughs> next to us. Yes. <laughs> got, it's got a lot of bananas on there. Yeah. Yes, uh, bananas. Actually, similar shape to a man's member. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, my favorite, member, oh, oh, my favorite great. member of what we said. SNL, Dana Carvey. Had some other great uh, sketches in this. Well, uh, one that I would love to, I would be remiss if I didn't bring yes, it up. Yes, it would, mm. because you are a host of another mm-hmm. podcast. Is uh, is the Wayne's World sketch that mm. we see in this. Now, I, I bring it up because I do host a rival podcast mm. to you mm. called Mike Check with Cameron James and Alexi Teliopoulos. It's quite a successful of which show. which you are mm. the co-host, Alexi. Yes, often I have appeared yeah. on that for every episode of its 50... 50- one episode, right? Yeah, and uh, this is a this is an exciting one for me because I get to see Mike interacting with Dana mm. in the iconic characters. And now, can I just is say, this something when you see these two boys mm. palling around? Mm. Is this something that would make you horny, baby? Mm. Wow, it's been a while since I've been asked mm. that. Um, mm. Do yeah, you... I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, it did. It definitely perked me up when we watched it and the sketch came on because Mike brings a certain joie de vivre. A or what the, what the French quality. call a certain, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> to, Little uh, comme c'est comme ça. <laughs> yeah, I get it. To the table. It's, uh, and it, those characters are so lived in, they're so beloved to mm. me and to you as well. Yes, I, guess. I really do love Garth That's, and Wayne. Seeing Garth and Wayne together was a thrill to me, but I will say that their top ten sketch mm. lists haven't aged as great. This was top 10, top 10, oh, top 10, top 10 uh, USSR, bad things about the USSR, USSR disbanding. disbanding yeah. yeah. So that would be, you know, um, Ukraine and Russia no longer being one giant mm. force out there in the political landscape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Really funny stuff. Dude. <laughs> this uh, is really funny you. stuff. Yeah. I appreciate your warmth. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, mm. The, immediately when this did come on, Huey, you did say, 10 seems like a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> it's long. Well, they charged through it, really. <laughs> they did charge through it. Cause like I considering think... how long Pepper Boys was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty quick 10. It wasn't getting a hell of a lot, but as characters, they are undeniably charming and funny. Mm. The audience are very warm to, to Garth and Wayne. They love seeing the two of them interact. They love that... Mm. Wayne is cocky and exuberant, mm. while Garth is mm, a little more reserved and d- nebbish, do yes. I say. Yeah. You do dare, and who dares wins. <laughs> it was very exciting for me to see my hero up there, and, and mm. it did make me horny. And if I could ask the question to you guys, mm. yeah. did anything at any point in this SNL DVD make either of you feel horny? Definitely. Uh, okay. 
Definitely mm. the Italian stuff. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah. But also what made me very horny mm. was uh, Mike and Dana being uh, Mick Jagger. Yes. And Keith Richards. Keith Richards. Mm. In a sketch that was, um, in a sketch not that so was comedy, but <laughs> drama. But quite like a, yeah, playing the real. A two-hander. A two-hander <laughs> little yeah. scene. And it was a one-act Something you might do when you're 15, trading the boards in after-school yeah. drama class. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, you got to put on a little play with your mates. and The premise of the, of the two-hander play was that it was the day of Mick's wedding to Jerry Hall, mm. and uh, Keith was giving him, I guess, a pep talk. Yes. To give him a bit of Dutch courage to go down the aisle. Yes. And it was played not so much as caricature of two famous rock stars, mm. yeah. but more as a genuine dialogue between two friends. It was yeah. always the only thing. These comedians were known for playing those characters yeah. and they had to give them a send-off because they would no longer be hanging out in real life. Where as far as I know, Mike has only played him one other time. Yeah. Mm. It was, it, but he really gave it the lip treatment. <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah. He gave it a Literally. little lip. But I just thought it was sick just being done. It just sucked down an entire <laughs> tarry for the sake of a sketch for no other reason other than to just sort of... Can I, yeah. can I pose a question to you both, especially for you, Cameron? Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, we have talked about how perhaps Randy Dana mm. Carvey is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this episode, he does play against Mike Myers, and I don't see too much horniness exuding from him. From Mike. Yes, and mm. I would perhaps pose you the question, is Dana Carvey hornier than Mike Myers? Because he's copping some licks on some ladies in this episode. Oh, yeah, Dana yeah. does kiss a few girls in this. He licks Kirstie mm. Alley's entire oh, face. Entire face. And yeah. during that Italian Bellissimo sketch, mm. Mike Myers is present, but he oh, yeah. exits the scene before yeah, any of the horny escapades <laughs> take place. And he returns when it is over. Mm. Yeah. Now, that's interesting. You've actually made me think of something I've never thought of before, but it's it's... I think of one image when I think of Dana Carvey, and that is his famous shit-eating grin, mm. as seen on the cover of this SNL yes. Best of DVD. He's Fo- got these thin lips, photo taken by squeezed uh, together. Barry Baskin or something. <laughs> or something like that. And uh, accompanying the shit-eating grin are two little eyes, Beady. much like a doll's eyes, mm. <laughs> that are twinkling and sparkling with mischievous, impish delight. A delight that we see quite often in my hero, Mike Myers, mm. I think Dana is probably as horny. I don't, I daren't say Dare hornier, not. but yeah. as <laughs> horny as Mike Myers. And the proof is in the pudding. The guy has two kids. I mean, he's rooted twice. At least. <laughs> that is pretty That's good. That's quite actually. a few times. I do like those odds. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're yeah. imagining probably, to, to make one kid, maybe it takes five roots. <laughs> so so he's, he's rooted like ten times, probably. Minimum. Yeah, minimum ten Min- times. There's proof of at least ten roots. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's quite a horny guy, in fact, <laughs> over a lifetime. That's quite a few. I just have racked up those double digits. <laughs> yeah, that is heaps, man. Not that enough fingers it. and toes, probably. Yeah, 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 probably. yeah, probably not. I mean, I can only count to ten. On I mean, I think yeah. the guy's really horny. What do you think, Tim? I think he's real. I think, yeah, he possibly in these SNL sketches, 
uh, steals Mike's mojo, baby. Yeah, mm. I think he might. Be not times. unlike the character of Fat Bastard, who steals yeah. Austin Powers' mm. mojo mm. and then lets Doctor Evil drink its purple <laughs> liquid goo. Yeah. Is that his cum? <laughs> yeah, what is that, actually? <laughs> is that his cum? I, I thought it was liquefied think. balls. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I think it might be cum. Anyway. I'm now, gonna how say would you spell cum, that? I, I mean C-O-M-E. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. his cum hither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which his... is his mojo charm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. Um, I Yeah, that, that was my... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Massive Head Wound Harry was my favourite sketch, mm. was what I was trying to say. Uh, you liked the Italian one. I liked it, and I particularly liked... Italian, sorry. Sorry. Italian, yeah, Italian actually. Italian, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry for interrupting uh, this thing of ours with, um, <laughs> with yeah. that talk. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> These fucking skipperoos. Anyway, um... <laughs> No, uh, I have uh, a real split second that I really enjoyed out of the whole thing was just Adam Sandler coming out in these little tight little black little yeah. G-string mm-hmm. in the Italian scene. Just mm. God, honestly, tanned, finally. ripped. You mm, see good. him hiding away in mm. those disgustingly humongous, saggy, baggy clothes that he wears mm. on the red carpets. And you just want to say, show off that bod. Yeah, yeah. Wear something tight, a little mm. form-fitting, perhaps even a tank top. He's a hottie with a body, that's for mm. damn sure. But nowadays, he's probably got a bit of dad bod, and that ain't so bad. <laughs> Funny stuff, Cameron. Thanks, dad man. bod, I understand that reference yeah. from the modern age. <laughs> <laughs> Where does your uh, <laughs> Carbon and Up host characters fit on the spectrum, by the way? <laughs> I would say he uh, he is actually quite um, quite unstable. I think he's more Garth than Wayne. Perhaps he's <laughs> perhaps Garthier than Wayne. He's someone yeah. that um, is a bit of an outsider. Doesn't quite fit in in everyday society, and mm. he has to think very carefully about what he's going to say. Otherwise, he might get stuck in a loop where he doesn't know what he's going to say and there's no way to really kind of break out of it because he's just kind of... Okay, thank you so much for uh, answering my question. Thank you. Thank you for that. Well, I am... Um, I am... Um... <laughs> okay, all right. Are you all right? I'm... Um, um, okay, great um... stuff. Great stuff. Uh, can I ask a question, in, mm. perhaps in summation? Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's one sketch that we didn't discuss that I would love to oh, yeah, also bring up. Um, this is what has been known as an iconic sketch on Saturday uh, Night Live. It mm-hmm. did open uh, the 11th season of Saturday Night Live on, <laughs> <laughs> on the Rolling Stones list of the 50 greatest SNL sketches. It is rated number seven. We watched it today and it took us a long time to zone into what it actually was. Mm. This is a sketch known as Chopping Broccoli. Mm-hmm. Chopping broccoli. <laughs> that was a good impression. <laughs> Chopping broccoli. It's very fun to do. So this sketch is used to start as uh, Dana Carvey's stand-up comedy where he would say it's funny how pretentious mm. rock stars can be because it looks like they are always about to sneeze or vomit and they sounds like they're just making up words as they go along, which mm-hmm. I understand a lot of comedy is uh, based around someone just kind of going on a whim with what they think words 
being strung together would form a funny sentence in Jesus kind of a- Christ. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Oh, As um, Jim Carrey would have said, somebody stop me. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, and the, the so yeah, the this pretentious rock star character that he plays sings a song that makes no sense, mm. but it's sung in a very earnest style. Yes, many of the lyrics. Now, are when you say earnest, and you're talking <laughs> about comedy, do you mean Ernest from the movie such as Ernest Goes to Camp? Do I mean the character Ernest P. Worrell as played by Jim Varney? No, I do not. But thank you. Thanks for making me clarify and stopping me mid sentence. When I was trying to steer us towards some form of sanity. (laughs) Chopping broccoli is an iconic sketch for reasons unbeknownst to me. Apparently, you said it was in the top seven. uh... Yeah, it was uh, number seven on the top Rolling Stone 50s SNL sketches of all time. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And uh, did you think it was funny? No. No. And then we watched the audition that Dana Carvey did where he performs that sketch live. Hmm. On New York, actually in LA because it was an audition, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was really funny. It works as stand up. Well, yeah, I think it was funny. There as was stand-up. so much build up that wasn't funny. It was just mm. going like, "Hey, you're a rock star. Now mm. let's hear what you got." Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't understand why it's such an iconic bit, but it was fun to see it. I guess, and it's nice to see a little bit of SNL uh, ancient history, if mm. you will. Um, a modern example of modern history might be Lazy Sunday. Oh, yes. Lazy Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Or perhaps Dick in a Box. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dick, Dick in a Box. box. Fan Fucking pisser, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I often, yeah. like, tag yeah, a babe, yeah. like... It'd be like a doggo papa. Then I just send her like, "Have you seen this fucking pizza clip?" Yeah, and I yeah, just yeah. tag me digging a box. Yeah. It's so fucking. I weird. sometimes tag chicks in uh, jizz in my pants. Oh yeah, and the dude. I always say this Bubble is me man. or whatever, and they go, "All right, this guy comes too soon," and mm. they get their expectations real low. Yes, oh. and then when we finally do copulate, and I last upwards of seventeen minutes, they are very surprised and happy. That is yeah. very impressive, cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, quite yeah. actually cool. quite intimidated to hear that you were such a... Ferocious lover? <laughs> yes. If you will. I will. Ladies and gentlemen, that actually brings us to the end of our scheduled time here at the <laughs> studio. Um, I This room is needed for something else. Um, okay. In a few minutes' time. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Jeez, that really segue. That's a real segue out of jizz in my pants. <laughs> What we know is your bedroom. <laughs> what else could it be needed for? Well, let's wait and see. Let's shall not. We? Let's get out of here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on perhaps what might be the final episode of Carving It Up, the only podcast that goes through three works of Dan Carvey's <laughs> career. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you, Cameron, joining me once again. Thank oh, you. Thanks for having me. Thank Do you, you have you anything so you'd like to just give a shout out to? Yeah, please listen to Mike Check with Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos. Mm. Uh, you can find it You're wrapping iTunes. up phase one there. Phase one of the MCU is wrapping up. Phase two will be coming in very soon. Uh Please go to iTunes, give us five stars, and why not recommend a super-specific mm. actor-based podcast, for example, Carving It Up, mm. which could perhaps be all about the works of Dana Carvey. That sounds like it could be quite laborious and pointless and hard to do. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I think it's fun. <laughs> and, Sorry. Tim, uh, do you have anything you want to give a little promotion to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. 
got a sketch uh, series coming out on Comedy Central with Aaron Gox called Goxie's Classics. Uh, mm. There's a few of us I just ride and do little characters, much like Dana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do, yeah. do little voices and stuff. Uh, now we're coming in Comedy Central and follow the page. Uh, Hot Dad Productions. We've got a few other sketches up there. And just get around my highly underrated Twitter account, I guess. Yeah, yes, get on Huey's socials. Uh, at Tim Hewitt and and then uh, Timmy Hugh for that gram. If you want to see some more puppers and doggos. <laughs> <laughs> if you perhaps would like to be tagged in one of his photos, you could follow him on Insta saying... Slip and slide on... into them DMs, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Cameron, you got Twitter at I'm Cameron James. Uh-huh, I'm on Twitter on at This Is Alexi. Mm-hmm. I do not have Instagram. I just have this one project. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Thank you so much for having us on your it show. It was a pleasure. Now I shall leave this mortal coil. Whoa, he, what, are you dying? Oh, I thought that just meant I'm going <laughs> to... Just hop to bed for a few minutes. Oh, okay, we got to go, dude. Please leave that mortal thing coiled up, please. <laughs> Don't uncoil it. It's my check. It's my check. The podcast that Mike buys. And we're clear. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.